dear. Welcome everybody to episode 13 of Voice of the International Community Experience. That's the one. 13 episodes in, we deserve a little bit of a... Hey, yo, 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 here we go, 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 yeah, 13 episodes in, boom, yep, I think, yeah, last week was our pretty interesting and controversial episode I think we had in regards to leadership and responsibility, we had a few people comment and tell us, what their uh, opinions were mm. and uh i think uh in all fairness and uh not being biased or anything i think a lot more people were on my side than your side coming absolutely so uh that's the problem with the world these days <laughs> isn't it <laughs> nobody really uh having an independent thought did it but we'll, we'll, <laughs> safety we'll, in numbers we'll explore that a little bit we'll explore that well, we can, well, i think we can I think uh, at the end of the day, they live in a world that's uh, in a realistic world. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I'm in fantasy. Yeah, land. yeah, you're in fantasy land. You you live in where where the world should be. Yes. Yeah. So yes. you know that yes. that would be a, a perfect world at that moment. But um, mm. I guess you know there's no point living in that world without actually navigating this world first. I've navigated this world, and I'm. Moving out of it. I'm about to change some <laughs> shit around. Oh, here. yeah? She's going to move to your own planet. Yeah, man. Well, happy like, Easter, bro. He, uh, happy Easter, my man. Yeah, man. I hope you got some eggs and got to do an Easter head, I, egg hunt. I got no eggs. Zero eggs? Zero. Oh, right. Nobody gave me no Not eggs. even chicken eggs? Nothing. Not even eggs for breakfast? Nothing. God dang. Nothing. Mate. Not even unfertilized eggs. My Jesus. <laughs> Oh, fair enough. If you know what I'm saying. Uh, I think I'm on it. I'm picking up what you're putting there. Always. That's the problem. Um, But yeah, how was yours? Uh, It was good, man. You know, it was, uh, you know, spent it with the kids and did Mm. some some egg hunts. Yeah. And... uh, Kids love that. Oh, man. It was busy, though. Uh Yeah. So, glad to see the other side of it. Yeah, because I feel like I didn't see you until... Yeah, it's it very interesting. I mean, I went to church. Oh. So that was good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I do the right thing. Yeah, It's man. Easter. Why'd you go to church? Because I'm celebrating the resurrection of Christ oh, and the right. meaning of it mm. and uh, putting that meaning into my life. Jesus is the reason for the season. Exactly. We're celebrating his holidays the wrong way. Can I get a hey, man? <laughs> you could get an eight, eight to the amen, brother. You could get one of them ones. Yeah, but I feel like we celebrate these things to, to the fullest extent for the wrong reason. Mm. Like Christmas is now all about gifts. Mm. and um, Commercialization it, of the holidays. It's gone nuts. And uh, for me, is yeah, everything is a commercialized holiday, and it's yeah. there's nothing that that goes towards you know centering yourself or mental health or just you know taking a chill pill. It's all stressful leading up to the thing. I mean, I went to there's no Easter eggs in 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 Coles, <laughs> in Coles or Woolies <laughs> by. By Saturday, you should have bought that like last last month. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like it's it's all about that. You can't wait mm. for the for the moment or the period, and, and you know just enjoy it and have fun or whatever. Mm. It's got to be, you know, it's commercial. But anyway, we'll talk about that because I think there's an opportunity for leadership in that situation and to start leading the charge in terms of what are we actually doing here, what does this mean for us, and cultivating a culture of Questioning and asking questions rather than just going along with the commercialization. And I think so. The ads say, but I think people don't really care. It's a holiday. We'll make them care. That's leadership. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? <laughs> First of all, though, I do want to give a shout out to uh, brother Slim. He lost his sister the other day. So oh. Thoughts wow. and condolences with you, Slim. You know, Slim does a podcast. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I. I've, I've known Slim for a very long time, so it's um, mm. it's a very humbling to actually. I'm just hearing it from you now that that yeah. happened. So yeah. that's uh, it's a bit of a shock to the system. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, is it to COVID or? Is no idea. Okay. No idea. 
Fair enough. Don't have the details, but yeah, yeah. Oh, you know the well, boys are rallying around him, and uh, yeah, I'll shoot him a message, man. That'd be good, and, and we can go from there. Hopefully, catch also, up with him at some point. Huh? Also, I heard DMX is what, brain dead or oh, on, yeah. on the way out. He's in ICU or, or in yeah. a coma at the minute. What is up on with life that? support? Huh? He's had a struggle with drugs for a long time, man. Drug so, overdose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty much what's halted his career and his life in general is just he keeps going back to drugs and i watched an interview with him previously where he was chatting about um and that's leadership as well in that term because the person that introduced him to drugs was somebody that was kind of his guardian somebody that he looked up to and influential yeah Mm. so he he gave him um i think it was heroin when he was like 13 or something. Oh, wow. And he's been hooked ever since. So it's, um, mm. you know, when you when you mix um, the trauma that the child has from living in the harsh environment mm. that he's living mm. and he's fa- finally found a father figure mm. and this person then introduces him to this, to this you know, evil, evil drug, mm. um, you know, the combo... Creates a codependency, which is what's led him to all of this um, craziness. So leadership can be bad um, mm. and good. Mm. <laughs> so it just depends on uh, you know on the, the style or the morals of the individual you're dealing with, yeah. which is a part that we didn't speak about last time. You mm. know, we talked Do about you want to a, touch on a, a good just... leader or a bad leader, but there's yeah. you know mm. choices are. Uh, are based on morality, I, I'm, I'm assuming, and, um, you know, yeah. the nature of the individual. So, mm. Bobby and Whitney. Bobby and Whitney, man. <laughs> they led each other astray. So, <laughs> yeah, man. actually, in that scenario, yeah. do you know that it was Bobby Brown that was led astray by Whitney? That wouldn't surprise me, being, being a Bobby fan. Yeah. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was a Bobby fan, man, from the early days of, you know, Me I too. a girlfriend. A man. He, from New Edition. I, I could sing, man. Right? He was a talent. He was so good, man. Yeah, from New Edition. Mm. I mean, he was part yep. of New Edition when yep. they were kids. Exactly. And yep. then, you know, he went solo. Yeah. And, uh, you know. Everyone blames Bobby for Whitney's demise. Though. Yeah, but he, it seemed like he was a, he had a bad boy image. Right. But he didn't, he, he wasn't, wasn't that bad. He wasn't actually a bad boy. Yeah. <laughs> so when he met Whitney and Whitney introduced him to yes. all of these drugs and the lifestyles she was living, you, you couldn't tell Whitney was like that because of the type uh-huh. of songs she was. She was yes. an R&B singer. Mm. She was, you know, she fit the mold. Exactly. She was speaking, oh, well, singing well. from the heart and doing all that stuff. But behind closed doors, people are a little bit different. She was getting on it. Oh, man. Too much. Okay. She, was, she was just a roundaway girl. Wow. That image was cultivated for her to seem like she was America's angel, right? Mm. And um, that happens a lot because the, the record company needs that image to sell. So they manufacture this um, we needed a black heroine, yeah. and a lot of people in that in that time, uh, from that from that era, mm. uh, actually had bad contracts, so they were all mm. broke, right. essentially, following that because they were led astray. Damn. Somebody just told them to sign here, mm-hmm. and uh, and they didn't know any better. Didn't read the contracts and went in and mm. just signed that, and they signed their their royalties away. They signed their publishing away. They signed, you know, and they got advance money, but they didn't know that money was going towards their, you know, tour bus and all that stuff. So at the end of the day, they're asking for more money. They're like, "No, we already gave you money. We don't pay you. Yeah, we paid you. Now we need to recoup from your record sales. Oh, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a bonus. No." Mm. Wasn't. And looky here, here's where you signed. Do you yeah. recognize the signature? Exactly. Yeah, it looks like mine. So yeah. now how often when you're when Ooh, you're getting a job or if you're a contractor, you got a contract that you signed up to, how often do you read the terms and conditions and, and all the different paragraphs of um yeah. of stuff the, that goes the in the fine print. The fine print. Mm. That's that's pretty important. Speaking of which, yeah. So 
We spoke a lot about work last week in terms mm. of leadership. We did say we were going to talk about relationships and what leadership looks like in that context. Mm. Um, but we didn't get around to that. So maybe now is an opportunity to talk about uh, the bedroom. Oh, the bedroom. <laughs> who, who leads and who follows? And, oh, you know, what, does that, what does that look like? I think that's, a, that's another conversation we need to have a, a, a lady in here. To, not to give an impression, because two men can be in the bedroom. It's yeah, but not not going to be with these us. two men. It's <laughs> just so, not going to be these two men. So when it's not a conversation that we could we can have without that, and we we can spark it off about, about what we think or what, you know, where let's I where I am mm-hmm. in my head. Let's um, spark it off. What do you reckon? I think the most adventurous one should lead. Uh huh. And that's whoever that is. Okay. Based on whatever your your preference and your your orientation or whatever it mm-hmm. is that it is, right? How do you how do you quantify adventure to know which which one is the more adventurous one? Um the conversation needs to be had around, you know, what kind of things you like, mm-hmm. and then you kind of, yeah, you kind of figure it out from there. Okay, but um, before you get to the bedroom, <laughs> one of those awkward conversations. Are you into what? <laughs> you you want to do what to my say, what? Say what now? Really? Yeah, but uh, <laughs> that's too adventurous. Yeah. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you know, at the end of the day, it's for even workplace or or the bedroom. Somebody's. I mean, it's all about uh, mutual. Um, satisfaction right so everybody's got to get something out of it so and and that's the the bottom line mm. so whoever it is so if i'm if i'm leading and i'm not the one that's the most adventurous one then i'll i'll i'll, I'll stay safe which okay. means the other person won't get what they want out of this particular situation so mm-hmm. it's um Okay, so that's what it is. That's an interesting link you've made there. So mm. you're saying that part of good leadership is to be adventurous. Yeah, it's exploring. Actually, mm. you got to. I like. I like. You that. explore the possibilities. Mm. You know, it's okay. it's not staying safe and just doing, you know, just what's on the page. So hitting the V spot again. Hitting the V spot and and getting out there and and just seeing. Okay, thinking outside the box. Mm. So what do we? How 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 else can we get to? You know, to our goal, <laughs> to our, our mutual goal. satisfaction, <laughs> our mutual satisfaction goal, <laughs> right? Okay. And um, you know, you you figure that out, and mm. then you 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 enact it, yeah, in in both scenarios, in the mm. workplace and in the bedroom, okay. And you you know, whatever comes out of it, there's going to be some hits and there's going to be some misses, yeah. But the key is to be adventurous and to. To accept both possibilities at all times. So here's what I'm thinking when I'm listening to you, right? I'm thinking mm. this maybe there's a difference between leadership and position. Because I think sometimes we can have those two confused. So we assume that the boss is the leader. We assume that the manager is the leader. So the person that with the title, mm. we assume that that person is the leader. Um, He's given the responsibility yes, to lead. Yes. In the, in the home context, for example... Mm-hmm. Um, growing up, there was kind of this subservient but pretty blatant message that dad was the leader of the house. I still feel like that's the thing, though. That it should be like that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I feel just because we we live in a patriarchy society, yeah. you know, it's, it's not like... It's the way it's been from time immemorial... Mm. It's it's the way it is for insects. It's the way it is for different mm. mammals. You know, even if you look at the 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 king of the jungles, the lion, isn't it? Mm. The male lion. It's it's not. It's it's not the other way around. There's some instances where you know, you got the I think the queen bee or mm. or what it is, but there's a lot of times there is that that male figure. Yeah, that is the. The one that is the protector, 
Yeah. Because that's essentially what the lion does, isn't it? Is mm. protect the herd. Yeah, for sure. The lion doesn't that's even, his job. Doesn't even go hunting. Mm-mm. He sends the ladies out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the lionesses. It's like I'm gonna look like, after I'm, what's happening back you guys, here. You guys go out there, get the bacon. Yeah. And, uh, when you get back, I'll chuck it on the barbie. <laughs> I'll make sure that <laughs> everybody's safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Safe. No, but that's because I think more than more than food, what's important in 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 the uh, in the wild is security. Yeah. Survival, right. survival. Yeah. So I mean, we can go. We can all go, yeah. and then you know, while we're out there, <laughs> who's, gonna, who's gonna look after Simba? Yeah, who's gonna look after Simba? Yeah. So, when we come back, Simba will be mobs, <laughs> right? So someone else is lurking behind <laughs> yeah. the bushes, going. And it's not. It's not just other, you know, like predatory animals uh-huh. for them. It's other lions from different clans, right? So this guy is looking after his. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. Someone needs to look out, uh, out for uh, yeah uh, <laughs> the microphone. The mic. Yeah, I, just, I almost took it clear out. Oh, wow! From the <laughs> you're getting passionate about this. I uh, know, I'm using my hands to talk. <laughs> getting all Italiano. I, yeah, I know. I need handcuffs. But um, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't need to oh, be wow. led that way. You're, you're the adventurous one. I'm yeah. Assuming. Well, you don't. I think I try my best, but um, yeah. So, and I feel like that's that's the scenario as well. You know, even even for us, it, it is a patriarchy. So we kind of yeah. we kind of need to continue that. It, and culturally, it's it's the way it is for me. So I don't. So I think part of what I always experienced as an issue with that is not mm. so much recognizing that there needs to be some kind of system mm. and each family can, you know, develop their own, whatever works for them. And typically for us, it was, you know, that patriarchal kind mm. of hierarchical system, but it became an issue when the man who's supposed to be the leader mm. is not leading or is not leading well. Yeah, but that's that's. Um, so let's bring in the S word. There's a selection process that comes into that. You can't blame the person after the fact. Sure, somebody chose him. But there's there's the S word here, which I feel like we I'm going to introduce now, which is submission. Ah, yeah, yeah. And so in that context, there's always the kind of understanding that the woman, the child, mm-hmm. the children submit to the authority. Yeah. Of the man. That is also present in a lot of African workplaces. Yes. The submission so, yeah, to authority. Boss, male or female. Yeah. And that's it. that's usually a submission to a position or title rather than a submission to a the selected authority. Leader, yes. Yeah, yeah. You're submitting to the selected authority. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So in 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 that particular instance. Both kids in a household are uh, submissive to both mum and dad. Yeah. Mum is submissive to dad, dad. only. Uh, alone. Yes. yes. Okay. That's it. Uh-huh. Right? And mm-hmm. then going by age, everybody else is submissive to the to sub, yeah, to the older to the sibling. Older, whoever's the yeah. older sibling. And that's just what it is. So even if my yeah, as I'm getting older, even if my sister is older than me, but she's female, I'm still submissive to her. She can tell me exactly what to do. So irrespective of gender. Exactly. It's really an age except, thing. except she knows the stuff that I can't do. Mm-hmm. Right? Say more. Which is like cooking and things like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, right. So she can't tell you to go into the kitchen no. and cook her a meal just because she's no. older. Yeah, yeah. Right, so there's some kind of... That's her responsibility to do, right? to organise stuff to feed me because I'm a kid. Uh So um, anything else I can do, I can get everything to do with the preparation of the meal. I can go and get the stuff from the pantry, pull it out. I can go and do that and go go and get her a glass of water while she's cooking. I can do Mm. everything else. Exactly. I can clean the car. I can do this. Right. I can do <laughs> more the lawn. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I can't. I can't really clean the house and mop the the floors and do all that stuff. That's uh-huh. that's females. That's their stuff. So is is there a context in which 
assuming you've got a bad leader in a mm. position, mm-hmm. how then do you navigate that? And I guess I want to speak about that from a, both from a, a Zambian African context mm-hmm. and us from an Australian perspective as well. Because yeah. the migrant voice, you mm-hmm. know, so once we've migrated here, yeah. is there any difference around what that looks like? So in that particular scenario, this is what I feel, right? Just like in the home, mm-hmm. right? It's your mum, if your dad is the bad leader, mm-hmm. your mum needs to learn what he needs for him to, to become a good leader uh-huh. and do that therefore, so you guys can get the best parts of him. So she somehow figures a way to navigate yes. his bad leadership to protect yes. you kids. Exactly. Wow, that's, so, that's a lot of pressure. It is, yeah. but that's just the way it is. Yeah. So it's even if you were in a workplace now, mm. you have to understand your boss and give him the information that he needs the way he needs it. Not the way you want to give it to him. Mm-hmm. The way he needs it for him to to then now feel like, you know, just like your boss, the way he was your boss's boss, yeah. when he was putting pressure to get rid of you, mm. your boss had to figure out a way of coming up with information to give him so that you feel you so I'm feel safe or you're mm. protected. That's that's what happens between mum and dad. Mm. It's interesting because I never actually felt safe, but I was until later on down the track when I retrospectively yeah. evaluated the situation and was able to go, oh, so that's what was going on the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, um, what do you mean never felt safe? From a beating or from... Well, in the, in the context, this guy's just saying... He wants you gone. He wants you gone. Oh, you mean at work? Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, home. I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> so imagine rocking up to work every day, mm-hmm. knowing that the leader of the organization or part of the organization wants you gone. Yeah. It's, you kind of like be coming home to a, an environment where mum's telling you, dad wants you to leave the house mm. because, you know, you're 12 now and you should be able to have your, your own house. <laughs> yeah, you should, and you're going, hey, get a job. I don't even have hair under my arms yet. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, your dad wants you gone. Yeah. And I'm sticking up for you. I'm saying, but he's still young and nope, I need him gone. Yeah. yeah. And mum, yeah, no, mum the, the, goes, yeah. if, if he's the gone, concept I'm is, going to. The concept is different, right? So if, if, if we're relating this to, to an African household or an sure. ethnic household, sure. right? So yeah. if, if you're being led, so... We've we've spoken about submission. Yeah. Right? You're a kid, you're supposed to be submissive. Mm. Clearly, only because you are not capable of rational thinking mm-hmm. and you are being given the information you need for you to have a semi-bright future or to do the right thing. What do you mean you're incapable of rational thinking? Unpack that one. When you're a kid... Uh-huh. Right, you can't rationalize what's going on because you're not that experienced in life, or you're not aware of the whole picture. Right, an action will happen, and you will think, "Oh, that's because of me," or maybe I I did something wrong, and now my parents are fighting, even if it has nothing to do with you. Okay, maybe so you were mentioned as part, and you heard it, and you think, "Oh, this is yeah, yeah," the personalization of it. Uh-huh. So you're not rationalizing, and and in your head. You're not saying this happened, that happened, that happened, mm. that happened, or and therefore mum's upset mm-hmm. because of all of these things and it has nothing to do with me. So I just walked in the room and she shouted at me and then because she's had all of these things bother her, right? Mm. You just take that and think, oh, man, my dad is... <laughs> He's, he's, he's such a mean guy. You're, you're not looking at it from a perspective of he's got seven kids he has to put through private school. Mm. He's These are the things that he are his responsibility. So yeah. he has to build you a house. He has to put food in the house every day. He's got to pay for your school fees. He's got to navigate a world that may be racist or not racist in the environment that he's in. He's got pressures at work and doing all that stuff. So his mind is... Consumed. Consumed. So mm. when you walk in and you are saying something trivial to him, his reaction is not in a manner that 
you know, you can rationalize it with all of those things. You're just saying he's mean to me. So the thing is, what's trivial in his world, based mm. on what you're saying, is, is, is big. for you massive. Exactly. So how do you, you know, how do we ensure, mm. or what does good leadership look like in that context? So in because, that context, for me, I'll yeah. tell you, for me, mm. my my mom made it clear right. that my dad was, what my dad was doing was fast. Therefore, whatever he was doing, we wanted him to do more because uh-huh. we were feeling the results of it, right? Mm. So there's a there's a clear distinction, right, of people who live in a certain neighborhood or an environment based on financial capability and another, right? So all of the stuff that you've got, the places that you need to go, you you have because Ooh. he loves you. That's why he's out there doing that. What he's doing, he doesn't want to so be she, out there. She quarantined you from the self kind of, yeah, uh, attacking or the self exactly. So whatever you want, she'll call tell it. you he's under stress. He's got a lot of pressure all the time because it's not easy to get this stuff done. But he's doing it because he loves you guys. It's not easy for him, mm-hmm. but he wants us to be in a better place. So he's providing all of this stuff. Okay. So, so I, I had so, a similar situation, but my mm. thing was, I would rather dad was home with me. Not all the time, but sometimes mm. there were moments when I would rather he not go to work. Mm-hmm. I would rather go without that extra pair of shoes <laughs> if it means dad's going <laughs> to spend some time with me. But you're not the only kid. And sure, but the other uh, ones for might. For me mm-hmm. at that point, that's yeah. important. Mm-hmm. And that's significant because that's setting me up or life that's setting me up to believe in my own worth it's setting me up to believe that i was important enough and what i was going through was important enough for dad mm. to take and like i say it's not all the time yeah but to take some time aside to say this is you are important enough for me to put aside all my other worries i think all they, my other the, challenges the, the universal feeling for children and the communication to children in my generation and mm. I'm sure the generation before is that <laughs> they are they're as important as their contribution to the family right they're as important as they uh, adhere to the rules they're as important oh, as they this is interesting as they you know they provide you know they get good grades they do that because that they're they're giving back they're showing appreciation for the effort that their parents are putting in and it's not easy for them to do. So that's now, a very that's a very scary thought for me. No, not really. For but, me. Oh yeah, for you. Yeah. But for me it wasn't because for me it took away my 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 thoughts of self self importance. Yeah, self importance one, mm. but also two, it took away the my my thoughts of what I need to do in the world and where where my place as a kid I don't I'm not really thinking about that I'm thinking about contributing to the family in the ways that I can and therefore I'm 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 important everybody regards me in my space here so I'm good I don't need except when you can't perform to that standard then then what do you have left it's, it's not high standard though because Getting you know, good grades Oh getting good grades what Is a high standard d- What if you're a dumbass And by dumbass but, I, mean, I, I say that respectfully To say you're intellectually <laughs> challenged Like maybe intellect's not your thing Yeah Getting but good grades Is not your thing It's, but it's you're not great at other things maybe Yes maybe yes 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 Great artist Great at sport But that's what I'm saying It's not restricted to just that Okay You get sent to do stuff If you're good at doing tasks Or you're, right. you complete your tasks You're very respectful in the family You're doing that You do those things become part of what your persona your is and your contribution to the family. Uh-huh. And then, you know, grades is also very important because they're doing the best thing that they can do. So if you're studying and you're a good student and you're, or you're not the best student, but you're well-behaved and you're not getting good grades, then they figure out, oh, okay, we get your extra lessons and we do all of that stuff. If you're naughty and you're not getting good grades, they immediately associate that you're, what do you mean, you're what not do you mean so good naughty? grades. What's, huh? what's naughty? Well, naughty... Man, I was naughty in, 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 in primary school and high school. You're still naughty now. Maybe. 
<laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but I, I definitely was. Yeah. Right? And that, and that was, um, you know, I was always cracking jokes. I was a class clown. Mm-hmm. So I was cracking jokes in class and doing all this stuff. And, and That sounds you know, positive. And never listening to... It's positive for the life that I live now because uh-huh. I'm expressive. Yeah. Right. I learn to express myself. Yeah. I can. I know how to time a joke. I can yes. do things like that. Right. Yeah. But but that's because I've had training since I was being in, naughty. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but ju- yeah. Just being adventurous. Yeah. So yeah. as an entrepreneur and all of this stuff, it's it's normal. But they, you know. But if your dad is associated with. If if my dad comes to school for, for parent teacher interviews, and the teacher says he's very disruptive in class and he does that and he does that and then he looks at my grades and my grades aren't up to par, he's immediately associating the fact that I'm not I don't focus in class with my grades mm-hmm. and therefore comes down on me like a ton of bricks and that reduces your value in the family. It. Not if, if towards that. It, yeah. Now, the 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 thing I I say about people, mm-hmm. or I say to people, is 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 something quite clear. Is that people only respond to what you show them. They don't respond to what you think of yourself, mm-hmm. right? And that is now our responsibility to show other people who we are, what we're about. Yep. So if you don't. You know, you have this sense of, but I'm this guy and I'm like this and I'm like that. But what you show is totally different. Then they'll judge you based only on what you show, right? They mm-hmm. say, well, you say that, but you do this. Yeah. So this is this is basically what we're saying. So what they're saying is, you know, you're smart and you know you can do the stuff, but it's not reflective. It's not reflective on your behavior at home or at school or whatever so nobody's going to be saying well you're you're a smart kid you know they're just going to be saying you're a dumbass mm-hmm. which is which is and and therefore it's not your your worth they're just disappointed in the fact that you're not doing as good as you can do okay so mm. <clears throat> a few things from me so one of the things I'm hearing and that's striking me a lot is when you talk about naughty kids, mm. the first thing that comes to my mind mm-hmm. is, I don't want to use the word neglect because it implies intent, but I don't mean it intentionally. Mm-hmm. But the, It implies to me a child is seeking something. And so I think there's something about good leadership that asks the question, what is this child doing? What is this child asking for? What is this child acting out for? What's going on behind the scenes? What's going on under the hood? Mm. And Mm -hmm. I think once you get to that point of understanding that, um, it becomes less about what they're doing and more about who they are and what's missing in that process. Yeah. Um, The other thing is... I guess the other thing that strikes me is each time kids act out, like you said, then dad's called to the school. Mm. And I think sometimes for some kids, and I'm not saying this is about you, Mm. but for some kids, being naughty provides an opportunity for dad to engage with me, even if it's negative. It's the first time that I'm isolated from the other kids and dad is spending time with me. You're exactly right because it's, you know, attention, Mm. negative negative or positive is still attention. It's still attention. Right? So, and that's, you know, I did that as well. Yeah. Right? So, uh, that was basically, I only realized that as an adult. Right. That, you know, there's this whole thing about being seen or Mm. being recognized for something. Yeah. And, you know. If I can't get the good grades, I'll you just can't, yeah. stuff it up. Either way. <laughs> exactly. I'll right? get some so, recognition. So, but you get that level of attention. Mm. It's, it's, it's bad attention, but they still kind of recognize. You still hear them say your name. You still hear them, you mm. know, he's doing all that stuff. And now, it's, it's one of the times when dad will leave everything he's doing and come mm. and attend to you. <laughs> <laughs> to your to your craziness, <laughs> to your to your your nonsense. Yeah, and and this and this is the thing. I mean, well. but in that moment, there's a feeling of, okay, so dad can give up 
his day or you know a couple of hours mm. for me even if it's negative it's yeah, yeah, not yeah. what you want but it's, it's not <laughs> i think as you get older the the one thing you i think every kid just like at work is that every kid wants their authority's approval mm. right they mm. just want them to say you did a good job mm. and you did that right so mm. and that level of encouragement yep right so unfortunately you know we've got participation medals that happen within <laughs> within the school forum where you come last but everybody says well, a bonus. and then what what happens with that is that it turns out into a person like you that yeah. gets to work and is like well i'm here though <laughs> exactly I'm, here. I'm making everybody laugh and do all that stuff everyone's happy cuz what's the work. problem right? right yeah no but you still got to do some work you still got to come first or second right sure, or sure. third to get the medal and so the other thing i was thinking about which is great that you say that cuz i think then in a work environment mm. um for me the biggest thing that i think i said last week was relational Yeah. So I thrived on my relationability uh and that was kind of what I felt was my value that I brought to the organization. So only was, but that's only part of that was curiosity. Yeah. That's so, only important though. I I'm sorry to cut you off, but mm. that's only important if the organization is big on relation. Sure. And I I would argue that any organization that doesn't value some of these attributes. So mm. if you look at not necessarily the trage- trajectory because i don't think it's necessarily that but the the transformation in organizations it kind of started with the idea that knowledge is power and everything was about the more you know the more valuable you are to the organization mm. um actually prior to that it was more about just physical ability because we came from a you know kind of a more manual labor mm labor intensive kind of environment so yeah. the more you can dig the holes in the mines the more valuable you are mm. and that shifted to brain power it became the more capacity you have uh, at a cognitive level yeah that was what was valued knowledge is power so the more knowledge you have the more important you are in an organization and then recently it's shifted to more you hear about emotional intelligence you hear about soft skills you hear about customer service officers and these things that are more relational I'll, because just are because becoming more and more important yeah the i I'll, I'll, the just because you started from back then in the manual labor yeah. setup um those things were the successful people back in the day mm. were not the laborers right they use slave labor they use cheap labor they use you know before the minimum wage so i'm thinking back smart. in the in the cave days oh, okay. so so the stronger yeah, yeah. you were physically mm. the more important you were in society yes way back when yes yes and then yes, when yes. you get to in- industrialization and mm. all this kind of stuff it's more about the smarter you are yeah the smarter you are and the then better you are. yeah and then now you know they're talking about they're only talking about these i'll i'll, I'll tell you that from the top end of an organization yeah. are pretty ruthless when it comes to making making decisions what happens is that it's the middle management going down that are figuring out how can i get the best out of my people because mm. the guys up the top there are not looking at the chart and thinking we need to be more <laughs> no. no they're looking they're just line. they're just looking bottom line what's happening here so yeah. the middle management below are thinking okay so how can i get the best out of my people who are at the and then the, the front line yeah you know, and the then face. trying to mm. to come up with different ways of getting those guys to to actually perform so it's not about having a great work the two, environment the two are not only exclusive are they no. like hitting the bottom line and actually caring about people I think more and more organizations are realizing that these two are actually more, very closely linked. More and more middle managers are yeah. thinking that. The organization itself is not is not like the CEO doesn't care. He's he's So the good leaders in the organization. <laughs> yeah, which is middle management <laughs> as well. Yeah, cuz everybody else it's like top management is is putting pressure They like, just look at numbers. They're like the ethnic dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just sitting down looking mm. at numbers and thinking, "Hey, what's happening here?" Correct. It was up last time, now it's it's down here. Out completely so, out. Yep. And the so middle what, managers which are like the mums. Exactly. 
are kind of they're thinking exactly yeah. right so and that's where we go with the thing because your dad's going to look at your report card he mm. hasn't been to your school he hasn't done helped you do homework he's he hasn't no done, he's done absolute he's zero no context all he's looking yeah. at is like why the hell are you fell in this i'm paying all those fees i'm paying all this, this money and you, exactly <laughs> right and yeah <laughs> so you you've got no no, no leg to stand on at that point. So middle that's, management that's needs to be on point. Yeah, yeah. Mum needs yes. to be solid in yes. that. Okay, so you need to you need to get good grades. Actually, he had a shit teacher. So blah, yeah, blah, blah. exactly. It so wasn't his fault entirely. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. like okay, but then <laughs> shout out to the mums, man. <laughs> no, mums are on point. Hey, right? Mums are on point. I wonder but, how many times they stood in the gap. But these days, the you know, there's a uh, the roles are. Are kind of meshed in, mm. so mums are like dads and dads are like mums a bit mm. more, right? There's a bit more of a and there's a lot of fragmentation in the family yeah. system as well, where you don't necessarily have mum sitting in front of dads. So yeah, 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 yeah. Broken homes, kids yeah. go to mum, then they go yeah. to dad, and mum and yeah. dad are so involved in their own kind of dynamic. Yeah, exactly, they're forgotten sometimes, to play the role. <laughs> sometimes they're of middle management. Not, yeah, exactly, yeah. right? So. And uh, they're taking sides instead of being middle management yeah. because you know if you if you take the side of the employee, you eventually get sacked. Correct. And and this is just yeah. just how things go. My boss. Yeah. <laughs> so example. you can't do that, right? Mm. You have to take the side of your manager, mm. and then be a good middle manager. Well, you can take that side and risk. But it's a risk, right? It's a risk you take. It's, yeah, it's not even a, a risk you should take because that's, that's, there's, there's it always... On, it depends on your personal value. No, but there's a lot of variables that you might not be aware of. Sure. Right? So you don't really know the person you're going to bat for. You don't know that person's giving you all the information. So you're throwing yourself on the sword for somebody that might have conned you or you know, didn't reveal the circumstance behind the thing that, that that's going on, mm-hmm. or behind that. So sure. then I, I imagine those would be exceptions, right? Because I feel like part of good leadership is you know, fostering, fostering an environment of communication, like you said last week. Fostering mm. an, an environment where people can f- feel like I can come and talk to you when something's going wrong. Yeah. Fostering an environment that's based around curiosity and just asking questions rather than necessarily having all the answers. Mm-hmm. So being able to say, hey, I've got no idea what you want from me. Please help me. Yeah. Help yeah, me yeah, out yeah. It's like, okay. Without feeling shamed about it. But that's the thing. So nobody in this environment feels shamed about that. Mm. It's migrants coming in thinking it's shameful to ask. Sure. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So the, uh, the people do, born here mm. have the the capability to communicate on that level. Mm. So because that's pretty much what they've done their whole lives and they're dealing with people they know. For us, we come from an executive fear type setup. Right. Where if you go to your boss and say, I don't know, okay. you'll be what, fired, what right? What are you doing? Are you crazy? Yeah. So over here, you can have that conversation and that I know this, but I don't know this. And your boss can say, oh, yeah, just have a look at this resource here or just do it like this and like that and then just keep moving, right? But I think, the difference. I, th- I think over here, I mean, we talk a lot about these kind of values, but whether or not it's actually modeled and encouraged is a different thing. Mm. For example, there was a huge kind of shift probably about five to ten years ago about work-home balance. Mm-hmm. And managers, executive managers, who, who've kind of learned the research, heard the education coming from HR, saying mm-hmm. you really need to foster this environment where people feel like they have a balance between the work and the home. Mm-hmm. And they go, yep, yep, we encourage that. we all for it. But then the boss gets to work at 6 o'clock and leaves at about 7, 8 o'clock. Yes. So as employees, you're hearing the message, you yeah. know, we encourage a work-home balance. But what's being modelled is the opposite. What's being modelled is more of a, the longer you stay at work, the better. And so what, that's what I mean by shame. So if you leave or you rock up to work at 8.30, like Gome Brown, um, yeah. and everyone's there already, mm-hmm. you can see people just look at you like, uh, what the hell? Yeah. And you're yeah, like, yeah, but yeah. I'm supposed to start at 8.30. Yeah, but everyone else was here at 7. I'm like, I don't care what you do. Yeah. 
I, I'm not supposed to start before. I Look, do. the, the people get, that I you're supposed it. to have that understanding with is your manager and his and his manager, right? Mm. They understand that you, you know, and, and that's for me the, the 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 most interesting part was people coming in mm. at the beginning of the year and filling in their holidays for the rest of the year, and then you know, <laughs> I ne- I never understood that even till till today. I struggle with that. The holidays catch me offside. Uh-huh. Because I'm I'm not looking at the calendar and and planning ahead that far. Or no, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna take four days here, yeah. two days here. I'm gonna go on a road trip on that one. I'm going, and I think partly was I didn't have the finances when I was at uni to even Man, think yeah. about going right. on a holiday. Right. I only You're went on holiday when I had money though, so, so it wasn't. You think what am I yeah. gonna eat <laughs> exactly. next week? I'm not yeah. thinking about that. So it, uh-huh. and that became a habit that I still have in my head, mm. but that level of planning and the communication that goes behind it is is something because i always felt like if you say oh i can only come in at this time and and leave i have to come in at this time Mm. and leave at this time because i got to drop my kid to work and then i got to pick my kid up correct as long as you have that understanding between your your yourself your boss and the and your boss's boss if anybody ever asks him then he'll be like oh no he picks up his kid then that's gone but can you imagine mm. the perception? So imagine your executive is sitting mm. in his office. He sees you walk in eight thirty. Um, no, he knows. He may Why? know. He may know because as long as he know, knows, your, he's going your, to man, your managers told him this is what's happening. But there's still that kind of underlying feeling of, but everyone else was here before. It, uh, it then now goes to your productivity. So if you're there at that time, and then you leave early. Mm-hmm. Are you productive in the time you're there, or are you focusing more on relational stuff? That's and, a good question because let's talk about productivity. Mm. How many hours in a day do you think any human being, average human being, can be productive at work? The productivity I'm talking about is achieving your daily goals. So it's yep. n- it's not how long you're working in effectively. The, yeah. So it's uh-huh. like, what are you meant to do for that time, or that? What percent of your task, your weekly task, are you are you completing on a daily basis? Are you because it's a collective thing, right? You can do it for for one day, two days, three days. Everybody's just looking. But on the seventh day, when your you report smash, is due, smash it out. you put it out, and it's like it's there, it's clear, it's concise, it's got all the information they need. They don't care about what you do after that. So, you, as a leader, you, you repeat that. As a leader, would you be happy with your that employee who's able to do that? Mm-hmm. Just rocking up one day to work. Just rocking up to work that one day because they can smash it out in that one day. No, because. Ultimately, there's some team elements that needs to go on. You're, you're part of a team. There might be tasks that you, we all give you that are not already allocated to a, you. You've got access to me, so you can mm. you can ring me anytime. If I need to come in, I'll come in for a meeting, whatever. Yeah. But primarily, my focus is going to be on that last day where I'm going to. So with my guys, out. my guys are in schools, right? Yeah. So they do twenty hours a week. Sometimes I don't even see them that week. And what, how do you feel about that? I, I love it. Don't care. I've got no problem. As long as they're doing what they're supposed to be doing, they're where they're supposed to be, I don't get any any negative feedback from the school that they're in. What, what do I care? Brilliant. Because you know what? The research has actually shown that people are only productive, only productive mm. during the day for about... I think it's between three to five hours. Okay. So about four would be the average amount of hours that people are productive. Mm-hmm. Why the hell do we have an eight-hour day? Why the hell do you get paid for eight hours? So if you want to argue that you're only productive so, for so four and you want to work for four, then I'll pay you for four. My, my argument would be that in that context, you're not paying me based on how long I'm there. You're paying me based on an output. I'm giving you an hourly wage. Though. Why? Should I give you an output wage? Yeah. Well, that, that's more realistic. Okay. Uh, but then how much do you make per day? 
whatever is so the brilliant thing about australia so let's let me just let me get my if i if i say to you that your output rate is the same it's it's 40 dollars an hour we're in australia Mm -hmm. so in australia fortunately we have some laws around what the minimum wage is what's acceptable it's a minimum hourly wage sure but that can shift we also have we also have industry-based awards and wages and all Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. can help dictate or give you some indication as to what's acceptable we've got cpi so we can speak about bonuses and you know Mm -hmm. cumulative uh raises and that kind of thing but Mm -hmm. as as a leader you should be able to say i don't care what everyone else is doing i'm going to pay based on output because it's an output based role and so if you can achieve then you be a contractor though doesn't matter how yeah i mean if you're if you're a consultant that's what consultants get paid sure Right, sure. they say I'll complete this task from this day to this day. It's going to cost you seven grand. Except what that does is it takes away all of those kind of employee benefits. Exactly. Like so you 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 want the cake and eat it too. I'm just saying, uh, as a leader, mm. wouldn't you be trying to work with the people? Yeah, but what job am I doing? It depends on the industry I'm in, right? So that's what I said. So if it's an saying. output-based yeah. industry then surely as a good leader, you'd be kind of figuring out, like we said, leadership is about getting the best out of the people. Okay. So let's, so, let's so if that's the case, then I'm figuring out. Let, let's I, I talk really from. care what other people are saying. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure I get the best out of my people. Okay. So let's just, let's go from, I'll pick some random job mm. jobs that people might be doing at this time that are migrants, right? Yeah. So and we'll, I can, we'll I go can from respo- students. I can respond to what yeah. I think would be appropriate. Yeah. So oh, I'll yeah, go from students, it. right? So students are in hospitality. Mm-hmm. So they pretty much have to be there. Yep. Right? Yep. Students are Uber drivers. Yep. They pretty much have to be there. Yep. Some students are working in nursing homes. Mm-hmm. It pretty much have to be there, yep. right? And so that's students and migrants mm-hmm. working in in nursing homes. Yep. Then you got uh, accountants, mm-hmm. right, in the financial sector. Yep. So those guys are doing taxation. They're doing project management. They're doing you know finance stuff. Mm. Um, they've got to be there. Mm-hmm. So you, we're talking IT. Yep. They've yes. got to be What's there as the well. Question? They can work from home. They've uh-huh. got to be there. Uh, and, and even if you work on the mines, which some migrants are, are on, yep. they've got to be there, right? Sure. So you can, you can do it remotely because it's all, infam- it's all systems now, right? You mm. can monitor stuff and do whatever, right? Yep. But they have rosters or whatever it is. So which job would you reckon is output-based that would need that level of... Apart from the social services, so mm. apart from hospitality and a nursing home, we actually... Mm engaging with clients Mm -hmm. or the others you could do remotely easy Mm. and i'd argue that especially with students if i'm leading students then Mm. i'm starting to think about what are all the other conditions that that is it you don't want to go to the workplace it's not about not wanting to go to the workplace it's Mm. about figuring out what's going to bring the best out of this person if for some person Going to the work environment is going to bring out the best in them. I'm like, yep, you, you definitely need to come in because that's where you operate best. If for another person, they're going, you know, if I was at home because I've got kids and I don't have to travel, that would be very beneficial for me. In terms of the output, it's not going to change much. I'm like, stay at home and do it. I don't care. Yeah, I think that happens now in the workplace. You know, you can still... That's one thing COVID has taught us, right? Yeah, well, even before that, I think if it's just the communication with your manager in regards and also what you've demonstrated. Because if I'm saying just stay home and do it and then you're not doing it, then it becomes an issue. Some people need to be managed and some people need access to somebody sitting next. So I was having a conversation over the weekend with somebody about, you know... It's just the the normal flow of conversation, right? When they say, oh, yeah, I've been working from home. And then you're like, oh, yeah. You know, mm. it's great because a lot of companies have noticed that, you know, they don't need to be in the workplace. And he was like, um, no, I don't really think so. Because some stuff that I want to do, usually that I used to go and tap somebody on the shoulder mm. and just ask a question so I can get to the next part of my process, yeah. I have to email 
mm. and wait for him to respond whenever he wants to respond, mm. whether he might be avoiding it or not avoiding it, or I'll call and if he doesn't answer, I've got to wait until he answers. So it's it's not, you know, nothing, very few jobs are in isolation. You need other people to get from point A to point B. Yep. And if you don't have access to those people, your job takes longer to do. So even from an output based perspective it it might lessen your opportunity to make money because you're not as effective as you you might be when everybody's just around you it's very easy to manage that so this is the world of it where you've got a project that relies on different teams delivering mm-hmm. certain deliverables before you can give the ultimate output and what you do is you create what's called service level agreements so with normally you'd have that with the external stakeholders and you figure out, I need this in so much time. Mm-hmm. And then you can retrofit that to your internal organization mm-hmm. where you have operational level agreements that says, I need you to deliver this by this time because it takes so much time. And you work that out based uh-huh. on the process. And that's what I was, I was actually brilliant at that. I loved that stuff. Because then you can start to pinpoint where in the process where the bottlenecks are where the bottlenecks are in the process and you work you work with that yeah yeah and that's it, it could be a it could be a case of saying you know what it's not really going to work and so you revisit the service level agreement with the stakeholder um or you try and fix what what's the bottleneck and trying to manage that from that perspective. yeah but my 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 thing is just you know but I do even if, even if about. he's it's like mm. he he responds fifteen minutes later yeah. when you could have just walked past and he would have said no 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 just that that element is lost it's definitely. gone completely yeah. so you're losing time in that in that in those in those moments he responds to an email mm. you can put it in the service level agreement that he has to respond within the same working day yeah right or you can't put it that he needs to respond 10 minutes later or 30 minutes later you say same day Mm. right and that's so that's a day it's eight and a half hours or whatever it is a work day and then you there you go there is definitely something lost in that yeah so context so effectiveness and efficiency gets lost along the way if we're talking about too much isolation which is where we, which is where we are, and also human contact is human very important. Con- oh it, yes, you know you, nobody wants to be isolated at home. Not it's fun in the beginning, but then you know you kind of like, okay, this is good. I'm just gonna go to morning tea by myself. Yeah, oh, I'm just gonna just chuck Oprah on and watch an episode just before I start this next task, and, and yeah. it's just it's not. You know, it's not it's well, it's, yeah. it's not fun. Interactive. Yeah, because I know even the kids don't don't like learning from home. It's like it's it's annoying for them. Mm. As much as they hate classrooms, they hate online learning even more. Which yeah. is yeah. <laughs> which has been a good thing for them because then you appreciate being at school more, yeah. hanging out with other kids. Yeah, the and basics. just just being there. I I guess even the kids that were bullied were missing being bullied. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. There is cyberbullying. Like nobody sees me at home. Yeah, there is yeah. cyberbullying. Nah. you can tune into that real quick. Yeah, I mean that's the that's the other part. I think we need to have a conversation around that because you know the way the the way social media is. I'm not I'm not very about cyberbullying. You mean cyberbullying, but also just social media in general. Okay. Yeah, our generation being the first one to actually navigate social issues with social media. Mm. Well, we can. How much time do we got there? Because right, our parents never did that, right? We've probably got about two minutes left. Let's, <laughs> let's let's quickly just say again, from a leadership perspective, how hmm. how do we manage the the children and the access to devices in the house, and who who makes those kind of decisions? Yeah, you just got to think backwards in 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 regards to for you, how addicted you are to your phone. Yep. or your devices and then the kids have the same device and then you're asking them why don't you just put that down and go and play outside you check it 2000 times a day apparently right you you're you're checking you're so consumed about what's going on in that little portable device okay, shut and up. this is work and me. you're and you're a grown up right <laughs> <laughs> you could you you're supposed to have self control these kids I saw drones, uh, they're, they're drawn to these things 
to the point where, you know, it's probably the same level as you, but they can't, they, they have very little self-control. And then you're saying to them, oh, you're always on the tech. Why don't you just go outside and play? I, when I was growing up, I used to play outside. I used to, Yeah, because you didn't have an iPod. You didn't have an iPad. You didn't have a phone. Well, you you didn't even have a, a... Cars made out of wire. Yeah, but you didn't even have a, you know, a, a, a Super Nintendo or a Nintendo or a Mega Drive, a Sega Mega... There was none of that stuff. Daddy, and that, Commodore know, 64. That's what I'm saying. Your mate had one and he lived, you know... 20 k's away so, so yeah. part, part of that then what i'm hearing you saying is again the word modeling hmm. so uh, good leadership is really about modeling what we want to bring out of people but also allowing them the independence to be who they want to be to be themselves yeah so there's there's got to be times when you can't you can't give children too much independence Right, because they don't what's too much independence. So let 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 me say in t- in terms of Devices. if you just watch your kid one day, just say today, just do whatever you want, mm-hmm. and just watch what choices they make. Yeah, right. And then you can kind of ascertain at that point that <laughs> this is not going to go well because they're not they're It's all self gratifying. Or so instant I, gratification. I right? feel like what we do is we model a certain thing that we don't want to happen. So when, yeah. when I've talked to my daughter about, let's let's have a device-free day. Mm-hmm. My daughter's all over it. Mm-hmm. She's like, yes, yes, yes. And then it brings out creativity in terms of what else can we do. It brings out more connection and more... But if I'm saying, get off your device, but I'm on my device, like you're saying, mm. then there's, a, there's kind of a mismatch between, again you know, being authentic, you know, and being congruent yeah, around yeah, yeah. what that's, I'm saying. You're talking action. from a from a, a child that has a dependency on parent attention, right? I'm just Which talking is, about children in yeah, general. Yeah, yeah. Children have, a, in this country, have, have a dependency on, 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 on parent attention. You think it's just in this country? Yes. Because... What? Really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't grow up with my dad coming to all my events and me hanging out with him every day, him taking me to okay. the park and doing all that no, stuff. No, but you need that. I didn't. You do. Okay. I didn't and I don't right now. Okay, from a psychology so, perspective, I'm telling you that you need that attachment with your caregiver. And if that is missing... No, I had that attachment on the weekend. I didn't have it during the week... Right, I went to play golf with my dad. I went to you took his places. Okay, so he did you that. Did, you did I have did that. have that, okay. but it wasn't during the week. Uh, okay. In this country, it's a everyday thing, right? Really? The oh yeah, the involvement is every day. You've okay. got to be doing that and that and that, and you've got to look. And and what I'm saying is that there's. For me, I knew if, even if I didn't see my dad because he was out working or doing whatever and we saw him on the weekend, we went to play golf, did that, and then you know during the week he's doing what he's doing. I was fine with that. I knew what he was doing. I knew what he was doing it for. Sure. You know, The older I got, the more respect I had for him mm. because we looked after so many family members and did all of that stuff. But, but my daughter's the same, so she knows mm. that during the week dad's going to be doing this. She can even yeah. tell you Tuesday is going to be it doing this is going to be doing the podcast yes wednesday she's doing this which means when we do have that time exactly it makes it so much more important Ex- that's what i'm saying okay. but if you're saying every day manage oh, no, 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 that's no. what i'm saying so if it's every day don't be on the device don't no, do that no, no. don't yeah. do that then they wouldn't be able to handle that that's unrealistic yeah but that's what i'm saying they mm. they'd be totally upset yeah. With the fact that you're suggesting that they yeah. do this, right? Especially so, if I'm not home. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking I'm, about? I'm not home, but don't get on those yeah. devices. Yeah. Uh, just play outside. Just play outside, yeah. What? And yeah. play with what? With, do what? Correct. With who? Yeah. Right? So Count the grass. Yeah. It's like you, <laughs> you didn't have an iPod. Yeah. It's like there's no reason why they should walk to, to, to school 20Ks now. Yeah. Just because when you were growing up, you had to walk 20Ks to school. 
got the nine nine eleven. We got the three. Yeah, three, four, there's buses seven. and there's all kinds of stuff. Why? Yeah. Why should I walk? Yeah. So the, those conversations Get me never. Over, Dad. Yeah, those conversations never match, or you know, they never make sense for a child because it's like, yeah, but you didn't have one. Mm. All right, I've got one. So cool. All right. Yeah. So leadership. Let's wrap it up. What have we said so far? Absolutely forgotten everything we said about leadership. Mm. But uh, I think people are going to have to go back and listen, and then <laughs> yeah. they can tell us. <laughs> listen, and then you can remind <laughs> us. Okay, now, okay, cool. so that's what it is. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're out of time. We're going over. We're going to turn into the Joe Rogan podcast here. That's four let's, and a half hours. Let's not do that. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's not do that because what's happening with Black Table Talk? Real quick. Um, I'm looking for a co-host. So anybody out mm. there that can uh, that, that, that knows, knows how, how to work add, Facebook, yeah, can uh, <laughs> hit me up, and uh, you know we can do something next week. Otherwise, uh, Monday, Black Table 6:30. Talk, yeah, Monday six thirty, Black Table Talk, and uh, Gomi might be there or not be there. We don't know. That is the one of life's many me. mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to model something, but um, take us out, D. At that point, ladies, people, that was episode 13, Voice of the International Community Experience. Yeah. And we were, it was part two of uh, leadership and responsibility. Touched on a very few, um, well, good few topics uh, in that regard. And uh, it's, uh, it was a pleasure being with you. Peace. Catch you next week. <laughs>